You know, for those of us who live in New Zealand, I think MIQ has been pretty bloody good. Not perfect, no, no, not perfect. But good enough to keep out the worst of the virus for the best part of two years. Of course, for New Zealanders based overseas who've wanted to get home, the experience has been pretty different. As New Zealand citizens, I think most of our opinions have been informed by our own individual experiences. So if you've been separated from a loved one, or if you've been denied precious moments with new or dying family members, the cruelty of the MIQ lottery system will stick in your throat. It'll be a defining memory of the pandemic. But the truth is, MIQ is still running today because it's popular. It's popular. A majority of New Zealanders, most of whom are in the country, not overseas, think the MIQ lottery is necessary for their own protection. It might be cruel, but it's a necessary cruelty. If nothing more, I think the Charlotte Ballas fiasco this week has probably hastened the end of MIQ for most people arriving in New Zealand. But the end of the MIQ lottery is only one piece of the puzzle that needs to be sorted for New Zealand's reconnection with the world. And for all the clarity around different dates for different travellers, the new Tourism New Zealand campaign that's been launched overseas encouraging visitors to come and visit our shores, and the end of MIQ, there is still one massive hurdle at the border. New Zealand won't be in a position to properly reconnect with the world until we no longer have a requirement for extended at-home isolation. If you were a fully vaccinated international arrival landing in Sydney this afternoon, say, just for, just for an example, if you were landing in Sydney today, you'd be expected to go home, to self-isolate and to take a rapid antigen test. Once you'd received a negative result from your rapid antigen test, you wouldn't have to isolate any longer. You'd be good to go. For a week, you would just have to avoid high-risk places, so rest homes, prisons, hospitals, before taking another rapid antigen test on day six. Now, I'm not saying that we should be New South Wales. Yet. Australia's at least a couple of months ahead of us with Omicron, and we're still waiting for the big surge. But the self-isolation requirements announced by the government this week, where all new arrivals are treated as close contacts, will be a significant disincentive to people who want to travel to New Zealand. So what, you might argue, it keeps us safe if they're all isolating for seven days. Yeah, perhaps. But when we look back at 2022, something tells me Omicron isn't the only thing that will have caused us pain. In fact, Omicron won't be the thing that causes us the most pain, especially if most of us have received our booster shots. No, I reckon inflation will be the word of 2022 and removing as many barriers at the border as possible for workers and for tourists alike is one of the few things we can do to try and slow inflation down.